Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. This is it, L&M filters. This is it, something new. Now two sizes. L&M filters, new king size and regular too. This is it. L&M filters, L&M filters with the miracle tip. No cigarette ever went so far so fast as L&M filters. And with the new king-size L&Ms, there's no telling where they'll stop. Yes, L&Ms are sweeping the country, and the reason's simple. No filter compares with L&Ms' exclusive miracle tip for quality or for effectiveness. Notice how easy it draws. Yes, only L&M gives you effective filtration, and no other cigarette has it. Our statement of quality goes unchallenged. L&M is America's highest quality and best filter tip cigarette. For much more flavor, much less nicotine, buy L&M's, king size or regular, both at the same low price. Well, I tell you, Mr. McGee, I'll be kind of glad when you get rid of those frogs just between you and me. So will I, Lester. Also, this handsome mud puddle he built for them in the yard here. That's got to go. Okay, okay, okay. Sally was remarking to me just last night at 3 o'clock this morning, she said to me, she said... 3 o'clock? How'd you happen to be up that late, Lester? Well, we weren't up, really. We were just woke up by the frogs. Sounded like an old bass chorus doing a sleep in the deep at the bottom of a cistern. If they'd have been in a cistern, I'd have put a lid on them. Well, I'm sorry they kept you awake, Les, but won't happen again. I'm selling the whole batch of them to Monsieur Cliché, the chef at the Ritz Vista Hotel. Why, that'll be mighty fine news at my house. Yeah, he's tickled to death to get them, too. Said he'd be over here in a few minutes. See, while he's here, I want to get him to tell me how he makes those beautiful swans out of folded napkins. Say, look at that big fella there. I, I called him Itzio. Uh, he's the one that took all the solo parts last night. Hmm. He sounds a little hoarse today. Yeah, that frog's probably got a people in his throat. <laughs> <clears> throat> Oh, my gosh, don't you get it, Molly? People get a frog in their throat. Frog gets a people in their throat. It's a pun on the twist. It ain't funny, McGee. Oh, frogs ain't a very funny people. You said it. A frog with a people in his throat. Ah. <laughs> Say, that's pretty good, Mr. McGee. <laughs> I'll have to tell Sally that one. Oh, hey. listen, listen. I thought I heard the front doorbell ring. Well, Monsieur, cliches do about now. I'll go on in and just in case he comes. If it's him, bring him back out here, will you? I better mosey on home, I guess. Sally's downtown. I, I want to watch for the laundry man. I want to talk to that feller. Oh, what'd they do? Wash the buttons off your shirts or something? No, I just want to have a little chat with him about those fancy striped shorts I got for Christmas. You remember the ones I showed you that Sally picked out? Oh, oh yeah, the silk ones, huh? Did they lose them? No, they didn't lose them. 
But, uh, you know, I think there's a comedian loose around that laundry someplace, Mr. McGee. Yeah. I didn't mind when they ironed pleats into my shorts. Uh, they come right out. Pleats? But the next time they bring my underwear back, starts so the pleats will stay in, I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. That sounds pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, a joke is a joke, but by golly, I'm... Oh, McGee, here's the gentleman you're expecting. Ah, Monsieur McGee. You're as good as your word. You have the frocks. See, si, see, si, Monsieur Cliché. Look him over. You ever see a more happy, healthy, husky bunch of hoppers in your life? Before you gentlemen get down to business, uh, maybe Monsieur Cliché would like a little lunch. I could whip up a bite in a few minutes. Uh, thank you, but... I don't suppose you high-eating chefs care for our kind of plain cooking, do you? Oh, on the contrary, monsieur. I must decline with thanks because I'm saving my appetite for dinner at home. Oh? My wife, she's fixing my favorite dish, Irish beef stew. Mm, I can hardly wait. Oh, well, this deal shouldn't take long. Naturally. I look at your frogs. I see they are active, healthy, the right size. They will fill the bill. The bill of fare, that is. How many do you have? Well, the best count I can make with them, all jumping around, I should say around 100 or so. And these size will run, oh, two pair to the pound, 50 pound at a dollar and quarter pound, about 62 and a half dollars or so. You see the steward when you bring them in, I will tell him to give you a check. Oh, then it's all set? Well, that's fine. Well, I'll walk you to your car. Uh, goodbye, madame. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, you're welcome indeed. Some other time you've got to try my Irish stew. Yeah, Molly sure whips up a stew that melts in the mouth. Oh, I wish I could learn how to make it right. Now, as soon as I get all them frogs transferred into a sack, I'll drive them down to the Ritz Vista. Oh, that will not be necessary, Monsieur McGee. You just bring the legs. Well, sure, but after all, the legs are attached to the... Oh. Of course. We never buy them live. Well, well gee whiz, I, I, I mean... I never stop to think about that. My gosh, how, how am I going to... Uh, that, Monsieur McGee, is your problem. I will tell the steward to expect you. Holy smoke. That's the one thing I didn't even think about. Oh, this is a mess. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. It's dependable, sea dependable, a dependable, as can be. That's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. But dependability isn't the whole story, not by a long shot. Here are four good reasons why you should see your RCA Victor dealer. First, today's smartest cabinet styles, a completely new line. Second, the new all-clear picture with 212% finer picture contrast. Third, the new EZC tuning dial. Fourth, the lowest prices ever for RCA Victor quality. And remember, it's dependable, C so dependable, A as dependable as can be. That's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. Remember, the world's best names for quality. RCA and RCA Victor. McGee? Hmm? About those poor little frogs. You can't... Now, Molly, I put in a lot of time catching those frogs, building the puddle to keep them in. I worked like a dog on this deal, and those frogs are worth 60 bucks at that hotel. I know, but I hate to think of the poor little things being clobbered like that. My gosh, are you getting sentimental about a puddle full of frogs? Poor little things? That's not what you called them this morning at 4 o'clock. Where, where are you going? In the house. I I may go over to Mabel Toops's for a while. I just don't want to be here when that's... Okay, Tootsie. Oh, there 
was a good kid. Awful sentimental, though. Not frogs, at least. Boy, when you start mixing sentiment with business, you're in trouble. The only thing I'm sentimental about is money. I love it. And 60 bucks for a batch of frog legs is hi, nothing. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi. <laughs> oh, hi, Teeny. Everything okay? What you looking for? My frog. My leopard frog. Here, Pierre. Here, Pierre. Here, boy. Hey, 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 don't do that, sis. I got over a hundred frogs here, and you're getting them all excited. And when they hop around like that, it toughens the tender tendons in their legs, and tough frogs' legs are tough. But you don't understand, mister. One of those frogs is not yours. He's mine. What? And I don't want him to associate with an inferior bunch of frogs. Pierre is petty greedy. (laughs) You mean he's got a pedigree, don't you? No. No, he's petty greedy. I've got him so much, he's greedy for affection. Oh, I see. Here, Pierre. (laughs) Where are you, boy? Uh, I don't think you'll ever find him in a crowd like that, Teenie. Oh, I think I will. Oh, I doubt it. Oh, I don't. Oh, how are you going to recognize him? By his fingerprints? No, by his distinctive appearance. Here, Pierre. <laughs> That's him there, you see? <laughs> here, Pierre. Come here, boy. Well, I'll be a darn. You naughty old frog. You staying out all night. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ought to be. I'll take him home now, Mr. McGee. And if Pierre ever comes over here again, you send him right home. Send him hopping. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. Hmm, boy, I sure got a job on my hands right now. All the hotel wants is the legs. Sixty bucks worth of frog legs there. Wow. Well, never make any money standing here looking at him. I guess the first thing you do... Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Do come in. Hello, Molly. How's every little thing, and where is he? Sleeping? McGee? No, he's out in the backyard with his frogs, Doctor. The poor little things. Who? The frogs. They're not hurting anybody, and... Well, I hate to think of those poor little things winding up in the refrigerator at the Ritz Vista kitchen. I'd like to have spent the month of August there myself. And, hey, speaking of refrigerators, reminds me of a story. A woman came to a psychiatrist and said, Doctor, my husband thinks he's an electric refrigerator. What can I do? The doctor told her that wasn't unusual. There wasn't any real harm in it. If it made him happy, she should try to go along with the gag. Learn to live with the situation. The woman said, I'll try, but it's terribly hard, Doctor. You see, he sleeps with his mouth open, and the light keeps me awake. (laughs) Very good, Doctor. Well, I can't get those frogs out of my mind. Pardon me a minute, will you? Of course. I'm going out there and turn those frogs loose. You are? Well, wait a minute. I'll come with you. I don't care what himself says. I'm not going to let him do it. I hate to butt in, but... It's all right. Butt in. Well, didn't McGee go to a lot of trouble to catch those frogs out of Dugan's Lake? I wish you could have seen him, mud from head to foot. And Annie tells me the sump room will pay some fantastic price for all the frog legs he can bring them. Dollar and a quarter a pound. But, but you're, you're going to turn them loose? Right. I just can't stand the thought of it. Oh, them. hi, Molly. Hi, Doc. Hi. I was just coming back in the house. Come on, back in the house. There's nothing out here you'd be interested in. Well, how's everything in the medical business, Doc? Looking up? Like your patients because you keep them flat on their back? You having a good... Hush, McGee. Mm. We are on our way out to your frog puddle. I am Frog going... puddle? No frog puddle out here. I filled it up. Come on in the house, Doc. McGee, Man. did you kill all those cute little frogs? 
Answer me, did you? Oh, gee whiz. I wish you'd leave me alone, doggone it. What'd you do with those frogs? Well, my gosh, you carried on so about the poor little things, and I got to thinking about how could I look them in the eye while I... So I put them all in a sack, and I took them down to the park, and I dumped them in the lily pond. Oh. <laughs> well, they were my frogs, and I could do what I wanted with them. And anybody don't like it can go jump in the pond with them. There's no law against letting frogs go. This is a free country, and they were... We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. You know, it's a funny thing about people, but even the laziest of us drive our eyes unmercifully. For whether we work or play, our eyes stay right on the job. So give them a kind thought every day. Regularly treat them to the quick, cool refreshment that comes with a two-drop bath of murine in each eye. Follow this pleasant custom when you wake up in the morning, before you go to bed at night. In fact, as often during the day as your tired eyes tell you to. Murine bathes and soothes the delicate tissues of the eyes as gently as a tear. That's because it's compounded of seven tested ingredients scientifically selected and combined to blend perfectly with the natural fluids of the eyes. You'll find that daily regular use of murine helps promote a clean, healthful condition. And it's such a pleasant, comforting thing to do. That's M-U-R-I-N-E. Murine for your eyes. Murine makes your eyes feel good. Did you get the chef on the phone, McGee? Tell him you weren't delivering the frog legs? Yep, and boy, was he sore. But I got him to simmer down. He's okay now. That's good. Those people are so excitable. Well, I can't blame him. You see, he'd planned frog's legs for the chef's special for tomorrow and didn't know what to serve instead, but I fixed him up. You fixed him up? Yep, sure did. I told him your recipe for Irish stew. Ah, you're a fine broth of a boy. That's going to be the chef's special for tomorrow. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Robert Easton as Les, and Jack Moyles as the chef. This is John Wald reminding you to be back with us again Sunday night when the McGees find themselves in a rather embarrassing predicament as they try to do a favor for the Toopses. Good night. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on most NBC radio stations.